Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Most of my life, I've heard people tell me that God won't necessarily give me what I want, but he'll always give me what I need. Well, the folks who told me that didn't mean it the way I mean it, but I do agree with them in a certain way. Not the way I used to interpret it, and not the way they seem to interpret it. I used to think that regardless of what I wanted, God, this being out there somewhere, will give me what he thought I needed, which in my mind was usually never what I wanted. (laughs) I do believe God gives me what I need every second of the day. Not what I think I deserve, what I need. God is within me as my own sense of awareness, my I amness. Any state that I can possibly conceive and dwell in is within God, within consciousness. And I'm always inhabiting a state of consciousness. So my state always produces in my life what I need to maintain that state. If I continue dwelling in a state of poverty, that state will continue producing events and circumstances in my life to maintain that state. I believe I'm broke and that money is hard to come by. Okay, here you go. (laughs) Everything you need to maintain that state. You're welcome, Mike. (laughs) God, my imagination, won't give me what I'm wanting. I only get what I am being. I only get the product of the state of consciousness, of my state of consciousness. Here's a wonderful illustration, a great story from a listener. She said said I could use the story, but just keep her name out of it. I'll read it as she wrote it. She tells me, an episode I've never understood in my life was way back when my husband and I had designed a pole house, and now it was getting started. Bearing in mind this was before Neville and you, although I'd been searching for a very long time. She says the block was 18 acres in a beautiful, hilly, undulating farmland, so we couldn't see another home. It was also along a quiet, private road with only one other home way, way past our block. Now, she says that way down their private road, down the hill into the valley, it intersects a public country road, and they can't see vehicles passing along that road except hear them occasionally as they pass because of all the trees. But right where their private road meets that road, there's just a little opening, enough to catch a glimpse of vehicles passing. We were in a peaceful state of mind right through the whole build. And on this very morning, early, we drove into the property to be there for a big truck delivery of some goods. We arrived to find another delivery of soil this time had just been dropped right in the path of where this bigger truck had to drive. We had no tools, even if we'd had tools, it really needed a backhoe to shift it. Bearing in mind, we had not said a word to each other at this point. We were out of the car and stopped in our tracks on seeing this pile of earth in front of us. Now what, we wondered. Then, in the silence of this beautiful valley, 
we heard the rumbling of farm machinery. We looked at each other, then looked down the valley to the point where their private road met the public country road. And she says, we watched in silence as we saw bits of red between the trees, then a small backhoe come into view. We looked at each other, then back to the backhoe, willing it to turn into our private road. And it did. So we eagerly ran to our gate waiting for it. We slowed it down and asked the driver if he could move the soil for us. And he did, and he refused to take any money. Then he trotted off to his destination, leaving us with a smile on our face for days. <laughs> did you notice that she said she and her husband were in a peaceful state of mind throughout the whole building process? That's a state. And when a seeming obstacle, well, an actual physical obstacle this time appeared, the solution to it showed up within a matter of moments. Their state, the state of mind that they're in, produced the solution to what could have been a huge problem. The Bible tells us the same thing in Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. This isn't a God watching at a distance, deciding what you need, regardless of how your life is going. Oh, Mike's been in a funky mood for months. Let's give him something wonderful. No, my awareness of being kills and makes alive. It wounds and heals. It creates the darkness and the light. Whatever I am aware of being, my state is what I get. So forget hoping some being somewhere is making little tally marks and deciding, well, it's time. They've done enough. They deserve something better. It always comes from my state. Any state I occupy is reflected back to me in my world. So what's a state? I know many of you, most of you, are very familiar with Neville and understand that, but I, I've had several people recently ask me for more details. Now, here's a very simple explanation from Neville himself, from his lecture, The Potter's House. He says, so often I speak of states of consciousness. Do you know what a state of consciousness is? It's a mood, just a mood. What would the mood be like if it were true? If I were the man I would like to be? What would the feeling, the mood, be like? If it were true, how would I see the world, and how would the world see me? That's a mood. That's a state. You enter that state and abide in it, dwell in it, and live in it. It may not come tonight or tomorrow morning, but if you remain faithful to that state, to that mood, it will externalize itself in your world and you will move from wherever you are, if you don't like what you are, to where you want to be. You can listen to that lecture on YouTube and read it in Margaret Ruth Broom's compilation of Neville lectures called Immortal Man. It is a wonderful lecture and there's a couple of very good quality recordings of that lecture in Neville's own voice on YouTube. I'm always experiencing the reflection of my state. I'm always producing from my state. My state of mind, my state of being, 
has its own desires, its beliefs and reactions. It's my identity. It's the one I step into, the mask that God wears. Manifesting isn't a spigot we turn on and off as needed. <laughs> it's always open. It's always running. And only I can determine the direction of the flow by my state of consciousness. Think of it as, as energy moving in a pattern set by what you are imagining. I used Neville's lecture, The Coin of Heaven, for a couple of episodes recently. And here's part of the quote again. For those who haven't heard why I say you walk tracks, you are standing forever in the presence of an infinite and eternal energy. And from this energy, all things proceed, but they proceed according to pattern. Energy is moving in a certain pattern and you determine the pattern that it takes for you actually lay down these tracks within you that energy flows over by the use of your inner conversations. This energy, I call it now mind, follows the tracks laid down in a man's own inner talking. I can never turn off this energy. I cannot stop laying down tracks for my life. Picture your state as a track, a walking path in front of you. You're standing on it. Now imagine the path of your wish fulfilled as a new path branching off this current one. And you look down at it and you notice that it seems to run parallel at first, right alongside the current one, and ever so slightly begins to veer away from it. So you assume the feeling of the new state, and now you're immediately moving along this new path, even if what you see around you has not changed yet. You're on the new path. You've made the decision within you. You've assumed the feeling. You're on this new path, but you react. You react to what you're seeing around you and assume it didn't work because at the moment, everything looks the same. So you jump back to the old path and try it again. Maybe a different technique this time. Now, back on the path of your wish fulfilled. The new one doesn't seem to diverge much from the old at first. So you react and start doubting yourself. And you find yourself jumping back on the old track. You spend some frantic hours checking out more podcasts or go to Instagram for another booster shot of inspirational quotes and start over and try again, bouncing back and forth from one track to the next, never letting the new one become stable, never allowing it to become you. And I said bouncing, and now I'm picturing Tigger from the Winnie the Pooh stories, bouncing all around. <laughs> Imagine yourself hopping back and forth. You'll never get anywhere, and you'll likely end up exhausted and wanting to just throw the towel in and just give up, continue on the same old path you've been traveling for years. I'm not suggesting a new technique here. <laughs> I do like the imagery though, the paths or the tracks. I'm on my current path and I see before me the new one, leading me to my new experiences, to my wish fulfilled. It begins to veer only slightly at first, 
from my current state. But if I completely abandon the old track, die to the old state of consciousness, and remain loyal to my new state, one day the old track, the old state, will be so far away from me in time and space that I'll hardly remember it and hardly recognize myself as the one who traveled that path. I'm sure you've had moments you look back, periods of your life now, you look back and think, how did I do that? I can't believe I even lived like that or thought that way. <laughs> you've changed states. Take the step. You already know what you want. There is no one to relay or transmit the desire to. Nothing outside of you. You already know who and what you want to be. Let me say it differently. You already know who and what you want to experience because you are God. You are consciousness. Your sense of I amness. I am. That's God. And anything you attach to that, any state you attach to I am, is what you experience. And if I am is God, then who do I need to transmit a message to or relay anything to or worry about getting the details of my wish put down perfectly so I can transmit it? You, I'm going to say it again, you already know what you want. Right now, you can step into that feeling, the feeling of that being true for you now. You've been thinking about the details and all these things you want already. No need to sit down and compile them. How would you feel right now if it were already true? What would the mood the feeling be like if I were already living the life I want? How would I see the world around me? How would I react to my partner, to my children, as this new person? I used to feel so much pressure and so much, uh, so much stress when this all started for me. So lost in circumstances. But this is a dream. This is a dream. You know how when you're sleeping and you have a dream, everything seems so solid and real. Even maybe the giant one-eyed dragon that's chasing you in the dream. <laughs> it seems very real. And the path you're running on to get away from the dragon, you can feel your feet hitting the path. Maybe you get hit in the head with a branch, a low-lying branch. Ouch, that felt real. And the fear feels real. And then you wake up. Wow, oh, it was only a dream. And everything that just a moment before seemed so solid and real and permanent is vapor. It disappears. You can hardly remember it a few moments after you wake up. It's gone. It's only a dream. This life that seems so solid and unchangeable is a dream. And you'll wake up in this dream you will, and you'll have that same feeling after that nightmare of a dream you had one night. Oh, it was only a dream. This is only a dream. And just as those sleeping dreams 
you affect the dream. Every movement you make in those sleeping dreams seems to be real. You move through time and space in the dream, but you never left your bed. It was all movements within consciousness, within imagination. And that's what this is. You move through seeming real time and space here in what we call reality. But it's still only a movement in consciousness, in imagination. It's only a dream. And you are the immortal one dreaming this dream. And you know what? I love you. I'm feeling twisted. Thank you.